and welcome to Growing Pains, the marketing podcast for parent and baby brands who want to grow and get more consistent sales, but without the overwhelm of feeling like you have to be online 24-7. I'm Sophie, your host and a Facebook and Instagram ad strategist who specializes in parent and baby brands, as well as a mum of two girls. Join me each week as I, alongside some wonderful guests, share practical tips and advice about how you can use and combine marketing strategies to get more impact for your effort. A quick warning before we start, I can get a little bit sweary, so just be careful of any little ears listening along. So today I am thrilled to be here with Danielle from Videos Undifficulted. Danielle graduated a fair few years ago. I'm sure that's really unfair. Um, with, a, with a degree in media studies and worked as a primary school teacher before freelancing as a social media manager. She now combines all three in her business, Videos Undifficulted, which is the best named business I've ever come across. <laughs> helping small business owners and freelancers start conversations with video, no matter what their level of skill or experience, which is really the thing to keep in mind as you're listening to this because there's so many great tips we're going to talk about for even if you've never done a reel or a video before. So Danielle, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Sophie. I'm so excited to have you here. So that is the official intro, but just to get a little bit more about you, what's your like work, life, family kind of setup? So I'm a mum of two. I've got two children that are nine and seven and I work from home while they're at school most of the time in a converted garage. So I have my own little sanctuary that I can shut myself away during the day, but also shut the door on in the evening. And it's not part of family life during that time as well. So having that separation, I find really important. Oh my gosh, so much. I don't have that. My desk is currently in the lounge and I am massively craving it. I was talking to my husband at the weekend about how we can sort it out. And I'm thinking maybe I might make my children share a room so that I can have the upstairs spare bedroom. Because you're right, it's it's having that space in the day, but actually it's also being able to just put it all away, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. So we've got a bit of a quick fire round as well, which I always like to ask my guests so we can get a bit of a feel for the kind of person that they are. Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Um, <laughs> tea or coffee? Oh, neither. I'm sorry. Oh my I don't, gosh. <gasps> I don't drink hot drinks at all. No, I've never have. So no, I don't, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, incredible. Okay. Uh, dogs or cats? Cats. Okay, I thought you were going to say neither again. Then I was going to say this is not going to go well. Bagels or crumpets? Oh, crumpets every time. Oh, I love a crumpet. Mm. Uh, be- beach or pool? Beach. Nice. I'm not a fan of the water at all. Oh, well, you're not? Okay, so you're more like just like, no. going to lie in the beach. Yeah. Lovely. I can't bear sand, so I'm more of a pool person. <laughs> I know that's controversial. Um, winter or summer? Oh, winter, actually. I love being cosy inside when it's, yeah, yeah. I do love that. I have to say today as we're recording, it's like clear blue skies, but it's really, I think it was like five degrees or something this morning. Mm. That is one of my favorite kind of days, Mm, you know, like, oh, beautiful and sunny, but like all wrapped up. I was saying to someone the other day, like I have an ideal temperature. It's about oh no, like, that's good. Yeah. yeah, it's like about twenty-four degrees outside. That's my like that real green perfect. temperature. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> color or monochrome? Color every time. Me too. Have a life filled with color. Me too. Early morning or late night? Late night. I am not a morning person. Are you not a bit of a night owl? Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Fantastic. Right. So today we're going to get everything all about video. I think we're going to be talking about what video means for small businesses in 2022, especially how it's changed over the last few years. And I think 
um, speaking to lots of businesses, it can feel a bit overwhelming. Like it's almost like Instagram especially has like changed the playing field. And it's like, how do we adapt? How do we kind of go with it? But also about the, you know, the advantages and opportunity video gives you. And then we're going to finish on the one tool that Danielle recommends to every small business owner for easy video creation. So let's start with what does video mean for small businesses in 2022? Especially, I think we're going to kind of frame this conversation around Instagram because that's where I know what most of you kind of do your marketing. Absolutely. Well, video just... The, especially the way Instagram has changed the landscape of the way that you can um, post content on there. Mm. Video is now not only a nice thing to do, it's an essential on Instagram. But yeah. what's important to remember is that you don't have to do everything straight away. You can add it in gradually to your Instagram strategy. It doesn't have to be a sudden case of changing everything you've been doing so far and switching everything to video. It's just gradually introducing it so that you start to take advantage of the opportunities that it offers. Because especially with Instagram Reels, historically on Instagram, it has been so hard to get your account in front of new eyes. you could do that if other people shared your content to their stories and so your content would be seen by their followers but otherwise you were only posting content that people who already followed you would see but with the introduction of reels and the whole reels feed it means whenever you post an instagram reel it's shown automatically to people who are interested in the kind of content that you make because the algorithm is good at identifying that and delivering your content to the right people. And that's groundbreaking because that's never been able to to be done so easily before. So taking advantage of Instagram Reels is an absolute necessity now. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. When you, so we're talking about like taking small steps. So someone's not doing any video at the moment. Like obviously you've got stories where you can do videos. You've got lives. I mean, IGTV yes. is not really a thing so much anymore, is it? doesn't it? exist but at all now, no. No. And then you've got reels. Like where mm-hmm. would you, where would you start? I would, well, like I say, everything is important. It really is, but it's 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 identifying. So stories, again, are for people that already follow you. If you are wanting to get mm. your business in front of new eyes, then start with reels. And I promise you it's addictive as well. It's designed to be because they show you the number of views that your reels get. It's so hard not to obsess over that number. But once you start seeing that number climbing and you're seeing that new people are seeing your reels, then it will encourage you to post your next one and your next one. And even if you're just doing one every two weeks, then that's absolutely fantastic because that's getting in front of people that weren't seeing you before. So it's just starting to think about, right, okay, what are maybe what's in a similar account to do to me? And just going over and having a look and seeing the kind of that they're creating. And are you happy with getting your face on camera? Because you don't have to do that straight away. It is something that will massively benefit you. But if you want to build up your video confidence, then showing either what's quite popular at the moment is like literally doing like a handwritten note and the camera facing down while you're writing out what it is that you want to convey to your audience. So make a connection with your audience, something that they believe, you know, speak their words in your video and they will identify with you. And that's when you get them um, commenting on your video, which then signals to the algorithm that this is something valuable and pushes it out further. So is there something that your audience believes? So something that I'm going to be posting next week is that the only people that don't feel imposter syndrome are imposters. That's something like my audience, I know, are like have massive imposter syndrome and thinking, I just, what, who am I to be doing this? When really 
it's true. The only people that don't feel that are the people that, you know, there's people that, that, you know who they are. I'm sure you know of a few people that you could think of straight to mind. So I've got a video coming out with that next week. And it is literally me writing that on a post-it note and it's filmed vertical. It's going to go out as a reel. And it's really easy um, to do that kind of content where you're not having to show your face to start off with anyway. I think that's so important, isn't it? Because I'm served a lot of reels that have a lot of very fantastic transitions and lots of different clips and almost like Mm -hmm. a story to them. And don't get me wrong, like they're brilliant and they are really addictive, but it can then feel a bit overwhelming. Like, oh my gosh, I don't, I need to have like four different locations and three different outfits and think of three transitions and then edit it all together and then put the text on. And it can feel a bit like, oh my God, I could spend a whole day doing this. Like just as one reel. (laughs) Yeah, I can absolutely uh, understand that. But you're probably seeing a video from someone who is two, three, four years into their video making journey. If you went back and saw the first videos that they made, I can almost guarantee they look nothing like that. So it's just getting started. It's creating something that is going to connect with your followers and help them to, you know, bond with your brand as a person and, and just getting that video out there in the first place. And I mean, from my own experience, I know that the algorithm is incredibly clever, isn't it? So the more you look at your um, like other similar businesses reels Mm -hmm. that they're doing, and I guess under the hashtags as well, then Instagram is going to start showing you reels like that, aren't they? That you can then get inspiration from. Is that how you would kind of like, I think sometimes as well, people think, well, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to start. Where would I even get an idea from? Absolutely. The Reels feed, watching other Reels is exactly the first place to start. See what other people are doing and see um, what people are responding to in the comments. You know, if if a, a certain Reel has got a lot of comments where people are saying, oh, I totally agree with this or this is me, then that shows that that Reel is hitting the right note with those followers. So is there a particular piece of audio that's being used by a brand that you can think, oh, I could do this. You know, I could mouth along to the words or I could point to a piece of text on screen with a bit of advice for my followers or I could show one of my products here. There are some great ones where the audio is literally like, look at this thing that I made and they hold it up in front of the camera, just their hand holding their item. And that is it. It's super, you know, it's so easy to do. But yeah, the Reels feed for somewhere for advice and for inspiration is exactly the first place to start but I would advise setting yourself a timer because you can easily get lost in the real speed and before you know it 45 minutes is gone and you haven't been paying attention to what you were supposed to be doing but that is the whole value of reels is that they're designed to be addictive and the algorithm is so good at delivering the right content to the right people that you need to be thinking of it from a creator's point of view and not a consumer's point of view. So try and think of it with your critical head on and how could I use this reel for my business? Yeah, brilliant. And in terms of like technicalities of video and reels, like do you do it all in Instagram? Do you, how do you kind of do it so it's as simple as possible? Simple as possible, record it right there in Instagram. Keep it in one place because you can also, once you've recorded something, you don't have to post it straight away. You have the option to save it to your drafts. So it's there ready to post at another time. So record it right there in the Instagram Reels camera. You can use the audio 
from another reel. So as you're watching a reel and you think, oh, I like this piece of audio, the words that are said here, it will have the um, name of that audio scrolling along the bottom of the screen. If you just tap on that, it also takes you to a page of all the other videos that have been made with that piece of audio. So there's loads of inspiration there for how other accounts have used it. And then you get a nice big fat red button at the bottom that says use this audio and you can tap that and it loads it right into the camera for you. And you can then just press record, record your few seconds doing your action, pointing to the blank space around you so that you can add your words afterwards and then save it to your drafts. And then it's ready to post at the best time when, you know, when you know the best time is for you to post. Brilliant. Okay. And in terms, yeah, that's really helpful, actually. So in terms of other practical things, if you're scrolling through and uh, maybe you want to, you think, oh, I want to do that one, but like, I'm not actually going to do it right now. Mm-hmm. Like, can you save things? Like, how you do can. you So, yeah. So when you tap on the name of that piece of audio and it takes you to the page of all the videos that use that piece of audio, near the top, there will be a button that says save audio. So you can tap that and it creates like a whole playlist in your um, saved audio section. So you get back to that from your profile page. You've got like the burger menu, the three lines mm. at the top right. When you tap on that, you can go to your saved and then in there is a whole category of all your saved pieces of audio and everything that you've saved will be there so you can use it later on. Brilliant. I think that's, that's those kind of practical tips that are so helpful, isn't it? So last question in terms of the practical side, I think there's different, there's a maximum length of reels, isn't there? But would you always use the maximum length? So yeah, the maximum length of a reel is currently 60 seconds, whether this will be extended because obviously reels is basically a clone of TikTok yeah. and they went from 60 seconds to three minutes and now you can upload a video of 10 minutes to TikTok. Whether Instagram will go that route, I don't know, but currently it's 60 seconds. I'd say it totally depends on the purpose of your reel. Now, if you're using a piece of audio, then the length of your video is determined by that piece of audio. It can't be any longer than the audio is. So if you've just got a seven second piece of audio, then that's how long your reel will be. But you don't have to use a piece of audio. So a lot of my reels are actual tutorials. They're like quick Canva tutorials on how to create certain things. So the audio is me talking. I'm not actually using a piece of audio from any other account. I literally treat it like a very short video. And for me, some of them do push towards that 60 second limit, but that's because I need it for the tutorial. So your video needs to be as long as it needs to be to get your message across and then no longer. Don't pad it out for any kind of reason because we think that longer videos might be best. The best length of a video is once you've got your message across, then it's done. And because as a watcher, you would know when someone's padding something out. I watch videos on yeah. YouTube and I know that people are, I skip past the first five minutes because I know that they're introducing themselves and doing all these different things. And that's not the value that I've come for. And I always lead with value first. So I think keep your video as long as it needs to be and then no longer. Brilliant. Yeah, I think that's a great tip. Okay, so let's move on in terms of we know that reels are going to get us out to a wider audience, but I think video is more than that, isn't it? And that's why it's so addictive and it's kind of really taken off. And I think why Instagram is moving much more towards it because it gives us so many different opportunities, doesn't it? It really does. And video, you can connect with someone. Videos as close as you can get 
to actually talking to someone face to face without actually talking to someone face to face. Yeah. You know, when they say all businesses, people buy from people, no matter what kind of business you are, if you know the person behind the brand, making that actual human connection is a massive step towards building that trust factor. And video is the easiest way to do that. So whether it's through your reels or whether you're using video in your stories and you're actually talking face to face to the people that already follow you in your stories, then you are deepening that connection with them and not just one way. So I do think, I think reels is quite a one-way thing. You can be asking for that contribution back, but then you hook them in via Reels to your account and then you deepen that relationship in your stories and you yeah. actually invite with all the stickers that you can use and the question and answers and you actually begin that dialogue in the DMs then through your stories. So they work together, two different kinds of videos, but in very different ways. But to get you to that point of actually developing that trust and then hopefully getting the purchase later down the line. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I talk a lot about building a warm audience like mm. Facebook ads. And part of that warm audience is having an engaged social media following. And mm -hmm. I think sometimes we can get a bit caught up with numbers and just getting more followers and making, you know, growing the account. But actually, like you want to be bringing new people in and then keeping them engaged, don't you? Like using the tools that Instagram give you, because ultimately they want people on the app as long as possible, don't they? So like the tools are there. It, it's just how you bring it all together, isn't it? And having a bit of a plan. Absolutely. In fact, one of the last reels that I posted, I did a time lapse and a time lapse can be a really great idea for a reel. Even if it's just you sitting working, you could just press your time lapse button and just it doesn't record the sound. You can just get a really quick overview of what you do. Nice behind the scenes. But it was a time lapse of me putting letters on my letterboard. And it literally said in pursuit of new followers, don't ignore the ones you already have because you've worked hard that. to get those followers. Now you've got them, what are you going to do with them? So it yeah. is making that relationship. And, you know, they are people and you are followers of lots of other accounts. How do you want to be treated by those accounts? Because we do see ourselves as business owners and, we, you know, we're working so hard behind the scenes to run our business. But we also make purchases from loads of other businesses and we're on the other end of it as well. So it's, you know, what good experiences have you had with other businesses that you could then replicate through video in your business as well? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean... One of the pushbacks that I hear quite a lot, and I'm not going to lie, it does come up in my head as well sometimes. <laughs> like, I don't have time. I don't have time to do reels. Like, I don't have time mentally to, like, to do that. And so it's always that thing that gets, like, pushed to the bottom of the to-do list. Like, have you, how do you batch content? How do you talk to your clients about that? I'd love to say how batch content. I would love to. <laughs> I really would. And I'd love to tell people, you know, I've said before, batch creating is the way forward. I don't have time to batch create. I really don't. I do everything in my own business. So from an actual, purely honest, practical side of things, I, when I save pieces of audio in my Instagram reels, I've got a little, like I've got so many post-it notes on my desk, but I've got one that's for all my, I know what reels are coming up in my head. I know roughly when I want to post them, like two or three next week, maybe one the week after. And I've got the idea for it in my head that's come together and it's all just on a post-it note here. And I think we must get that out today. And I literally just force myself to do it. Right, I'm just going to take 10 minutes. I'm going to record this. I'm going to do my lip sync to it. And I now post it. It's it's just having that kind of discipline to find those 10 minutes because once you've done the first one and you post it, 
And actually you realise it doesn't take that long. In fact, I could have spent an hour worrying about it beforehand. But actually, if you just get on and do it, and it is just a case of getting on and doing it, then you get it posted and then you could move on to the next thing in your day. So, yeah, so back to creating in an ideal world. But in all honesty, when we are busy mums, parents running our own business, it's not as easy as actually doing so just having those ideas and actually just making yourself do it because once you've done the first one the second one comes and then the third one and before you know it you'll have published 40 reels and you'll be thinking well what was I worried about in the first place yeah yeah absolutely I think it is just making you do it isn't it and like it really is and I actually think as well this is the challenge I talk to some of my clients about where I'm pushing them to kind of get more engagement on their accounts so that their ads run better and they're cheaper for them is that how long do you spend creating a post in Canva and like an image or like crafting loads of copy or taking like the perfect flat lay like there's a place for it all but don't I think sometimes it's easy to build up in our heads, like video is going to take me so much longer without really accounting for the amount of time that actually a normal post can take sometimes. Yeah, I agree. But also what you've just said there, you can combine video in with a lot of things. So if you are planning a flat lay, get your phone out, record it as a video, as a time lapse, and you can then have a reel to go with that flat lay image. So you can combine things and it's just trying to think about things differently of how can I get more out of what I'm doing right now and use it in multiple different ways. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's fantastic. Yeah, I totally agree. It's how you can use what you're going to do anyway mm. and then yeah get into a reel I guess it's just a different way of thinking isn't it like getting into that mindset and having the ideas I think so that when you go to do something you think oh I saw that reel a few weeks ago someone else yeah. doing this like I could definitely try that Absolutely. And no one expects everyone to like jump in and do everything straight away. This is not about overwhelming you with loads of new things. It's about maybe let's try the first one, plan it in. When's it going to go? What's it going to be? See how it goes. And then we'll plan the second one and just gradually introducing it as another extra thing we can do on Insta without it becoming so overwhelming that we just do nothing about it at all. Yeah. And just, I mean, from a, if anyone needs any encouragement, I work with a product-based business and they were having, their Instagram really was not, had a, didn't have a huge amount of engagement and it really didn't contribute towards their website sales hardly at all. So that what they decided was to do 60 days to start with of a reel a day. Right. Wow. And I, I know only reels on their account, mm-hmm. like literally nothing else. She was like, I'm just going to do just reels and I'm going to really going to commit to it. And she's had, I think she's about halfway through in that time. I think she's had four or five go like viral within like the millions. Mm. Some of them have like 400. And I think this yeah. is the thing with reels as well, isn't it? Like don't get hung up on the number and get stuck on, oh my God, that one only had 400 because the next one could have a million. And on yeah. it, I, I find, I don't know if you find this, not often a rhyme or reason to it it's so hard to to and so hard to explain but there's nothing wrong with reusing an idea again in a month's time Mm. that one didn't do so well last month let's just film it the same bit in a slightly different way and try it again and reuse that idea yeah oh that's a great tip yeah and I think we think don't we everyone's going to see everything we've ever done like the reality is they really won't but yeah she's now sold out of her product so from three of her reels that went viral it was her they're all she's done incredibly well keeping them all totally focused on the product totally focused on her ideal client and one of them that went viral um she just had massive influx and sold out so and it's totally turned her business around like genuinely so I think 
I know there's can definitely be some resistance sometimes, but if you can just push yourself and actually she's saving loads of time. She used to like create a lot of carousel Instagrams and actually they take ages really? like to do the copy and get the images and, you know, information sharing posts and that sort of thing. And now she just does it all on the same content, but just on reels and it's like flying. So yeah, if anyone needs any inspiration that I definitely, I definitely awesome. recommend it. Okay. So Last thing we're going to cover today is the tool that you recommend mm-hmm. to small business owners for easy video creation. And I know we've talked about just using Instagram, but sometimes you do need to edit stuff, don't you? Especially if you use like products and images and that sort of thing. What would you use? So it's a tool that I bet most people who are, who are listening already have access to, and that is Canva. Because Canva has recently um, provided us with the wonderful extra edition of the Canva video editor. And everyone has access to it at no extra charge. Even if you're on a free account, you have the Canva video editor in your Canva account. You can create just text-based reels from it. You can import your own video footage and add stickers on top of it and um, the text animations and everything you would do with a regular Canva post. You can add it to video with the video editor as well. So it's absolutely amazing. I know Canva want to become the go-to video platform for people. I have seen them mention that. And I really think that what they've provided already is good and it's only going to get better and better as well. So Canva is absolutely my number one tool for this. That is so, do you know, I use Canva literally every day and I didn't know (laughs) that they had a little video tool. It's so funny, isn't it? When you just use a tool for what you use it for and you just don't like, you just don't kind of can see outside the box. So I'm really excited to try that. Would you mostly use it on your desktop? How's the app? for the video editing the app has improved massively my only issue with the app is i find it fiddly with my fingers it has improved massively if you if if you can use it on desktop i would use it on desktop but using the app is not half but it's not as bad as it used to be they have made massive improvements to it recently and you've got all the same functions on the app as you have on desktop it's just because of the size of your phone it can be a a bit more fiddly to use that's all yeah okay brilliant Well, thank you so much, Danielle. That was incredibly useful. Now, what I'm going to do, as I always do at the end of every um, interview, is just link back to Facebook ads, because you know that's that's my baby. How can video support your Facebook ads? And I mean, you probably all know, you know, Instagram and Facebook are massively pushing video. And so if you can get used videos in your ads as part of your testing process, you might find that that's the one that Facebook really favors. Like getting views on a video is really important for quite a few reasons. So first of all, Facebook push it out to more people. The second is that, again, from what we were talking about earlier with Danielle, it builds that connection really quickly. If you're scrolling through your feed and you're seeing, you know, loads of copy on a flat image, versus someone talking direct to camera, a really slick reel or something like that, your ad is going to stand out from other people's because people are not using video as much as they are using um, static. And finally, you can actually get into the reels feed now with an ad. And not many people are using that placement. But if you've got like a reel that's done really well, then you can actually put it in the reels placement. And I've seen some ads do incredibly well from doing that because people kind of just see it as a reel and interact with it like that so they don't kind of have that like nag in their mind that's like oh this is an ad I'm being sold to also massive massive benefit is that by getting people to watch one of your videos on Facebook you are keeping them on the platform you're allowing Facebook to collect data about what they like what videos they're watching how long they're watching it for and then you can retarget people 
based on that behavior. So you can retarget people, people who watch 50% of your video or 95% of your video, depending on like how long it is. And that is a really, really effective way of retargeting versus retargeting people who've been on your website. Because as we know, at the moment, we lose a lot of data there from getting that information. So if you're setting up a bit of a two-stage funnel of getting people to watch a video and then retargeting them to take some kind of action, video is an incredibly effective way of doing that. And also I think overall, like we've talked about throughout, really builds your warm audience. We talk about this a lot, you know, before launches, before sales, before big events like Christmas, you need to have your audience that you've worked so hard to bring into your life, your email list, your Instagram followers, people who've been on your website, you need to have them as engaged as possible. And for Instagram, Reels is the best way to do that. Um, and so the more you can kind of build up that warm audience, the cheaper your ads are going to be because they're going to convert more and you're going to have better margins. So I just all round video is brilliant for Facebook ads. And I would highly encourage everyone to have a think about how they can even, I think like Danielle says, you don't have to be doing a video a day like my client. You really can do one a week, you know, try and commit to one a week for the next four weeks and see how you do. Um, Fab. So we've covered loads of great strategies today um, about reels and tips to use them and why it's so important. But I also know that sometimes it's really easy to be like, right, yeah, I'm definitely going to go away and do this. And then you sort of don't. So if you were, Danielle, if you were to give everyone one piece of advice about like what they could do today to just get started, what would you say? I'd say open up your Instagram app, go to the reels feed, set yourself a five minute timer and just scroll that feed and save any pieces of audio that you like and that you think, yes, I could use a reel. I could make myself a reel using this piece of audio. And then you've started to build yourself that bank up and you've started to get yourself in the mindset of thinking about, right, my content is going to start to be video focused. I'm going to have this introduction of video into my um, Instagram account. And these are some of the pieces of audio that I'm going to use. And it just is that first step to getting you there along the way. You could do it. Everyone can do it. Believe me, the only people who don't feel imposter syndrome are the imposters. It's absolutely <gasps> true. And you are not an imposter. So you can do this. Fantastic. Thank you so much. And if you've loved listening to all of Danielle's tips and advice and want to hear more, you can connect with her on Instagram and that is videos undifficulted or one word. I'll put the link in the show notes as well. She also has a fabulous freebie, which is four easy and engaging videos to make with Canva, which I would highly recommend. I'll put the link to that as well in the show notes too. So thank you so much again, Danielle. Thank you, Sophie. Thank you so much for joining me this week. Before you go, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. And if you have enjoyed these podcast episodes, I'd really love to ask you to leave a review in Apple Podcasts. Reviews are one of the major ways that Apple ranks their podcasts and it only takes a few seconds but really does make a massive difference to new people finding me. Thank you again for joining me, Sophie, in this episode of Growing Pains. See you next time.